0: So this is Totally Leathered and another episode and I hope I'm going to get this name said correctly. We have a gentleman here from Russia called Ratma Mishkin. Is that correct? Did I say that right? Yes, it's correct. Okay, good. Okay, so Ratma, please introduce yourself. Tell us um, about yourself, your location, um, whereabouts you're located in Russia and if you have like social media accounts and stuff like that.
1: Uh, Okay, well, as Richard said, uh, my name is Ratmir Mishkin, and I'm from St. Petersburg, Russia. Um, we are located in a, in a district in a downtown of the city. We have a lot of uh, shops around us, and we do some stuff, some leather repairs and shoe repair bags and other stuff. Um, I have some uh, some Insta- Instagram that's called Ratmir Mishkin. I have already a uh, YouTube channel that's called is, uh, that's called like my name, Ratmir Mishkin. And the Facebook page, it's uh, all similar, similar to my name.
0: Okay. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's cool. So that's good. So, yeah. So there you go. Ratmir has obviously YouTube channel, um, which is under his name, um, Ratmir Mishkin. Um, obviously has YouTube. Um, his Facebook page and Instagram accounts. You can find him there. We, we've seen some of the videos that Ratna has done. And, you know, it's obviously working on shoes and things. And some of the transformations that he's done has been absolutely out of this world. Um, one thing I want to ask is when did you first start doing repairs? Is this something that's been in the family or is it something you've just picked up?
1: Oh, no, it's not the family business. Um... I I wanted, to, I wanted to go to learn how to make uh, computer games. I was a video gamer, I loved that stuff and I came to the school and, uh, and my father said, "No man, you don't go there. Go to the shoe repair and the shoe um, shoemaker."
0: Yep.
1: So that's how I became uh, a shoe repair man and a cobbler. and I started this in uh, 1999
0: okay
1: so this was my first steps of the leather repair and uh, and then I after I have uh, finished the um, vocational school then I, uh, I I went to the university and uh, I wanted to become the leather technician that yep. uh, making leather goods what uh, what was uh, that was... Uh, my point of view, but the uh, teachers said, no, <laughs> you're not ready for this. So I didn't finish the university, and I then I uh, came to the college on uh, something similar with the leather uh, productions, so uh, and I finished it, and uh, I was uh, one of the best uh, exa- um, guys who has finished this. Students, yes, right, thank you. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, at the same time, it was uh, 2010, uh, but I was already working in the shoe repair, and uh, I was trying to do some light rest- restoration for my customers. It was just uh, working with the creams or some polishes. It was uh, the first uh, time when I st- tried to match the color it was 2008 yep. maybe nine somewhere there but uh, when i finished the college uh, i changed the place uh, changed the job uh, and the my new business owner owner said ratmir you need to do this professionally become the become the great cobbler <laughs> so yeah. I and he taught me how to restore leather uh, that basic that he gave me is uh, is the most important thing mm. so that's how I became uh, that um, restoration technician
0: yeah, yeah excellent so you, you obviously trained to do the shoe repairs you know like a cobbler first of all I excuse me you, you, you became like you Uh, When you were at university and school, you you trained to become a cobbler to do the shoe repairs? Yes, yes,
1: yes. I was was trained to become um, bespoke uh, shoemaking. Yeah, yeah. But it's not interesting for me. Uh, More interesting thing is to take some old stuff and make it new.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I think it's like a miracle, like magic, some kind of. And uh, I think it's more interesting
0: so, so are you, are you able to actually make shoes from scratch for people if they wanted them?
1: No, I'm not able to do shoes. I uh, I do sometimes shoes for only for myself. The last pair I did, I, I cannot wear it. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, I don't know. It's it it, it requires some practice. Yeah. It requires uh, uh, require uh uh a highly specialized highly skilled uh professional that yeah. uh, that that will, will be close to me and say uh, you do it wrong you do yeah. it right yeah. correct here and uh you know what i'm talking about so that's why i don't uh, don't make the shoes i just repair it
0: yeah so w- what sort of um shoe brands do you do you know do you like restore and repair? Do, do you put soles on them, or are you just doing the upper side of the shoe, like the 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 painted or whatever you want to call it sections, or the the you know, the sections that are handmade, like with the creams and things, or the painted versions?
1: Oh, it's difficult to say. Um, some brands are made uh, made their goods. Um, with the patina and uh, hand uh, hand dyeing i don't know how to make this uh, patina works and uh, glassage so i I'm, I'm i'm not good at, at this so, but if uh, the leather has some deep scratches you cannot hide it with the penetrating dyes so i need to cover it and look make it look uh, like it's made of patina yeah 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 Kind of
0: this, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To d- disguise the scratches, so they l- they look like it's sort of like a natural mark, almost in the leather. Like it's it's got its pattern over the years, hasn't it? So yeah, I understand that. No, something good. That- yeah, yeah, I understand. Oh, that's quite good. Um, so obviously, if, before you did the leather repairs, obviously, did you do anything else before you did you got involved with the leather repair side of things? Did you have another job?
1: Well, while well, well, I was, was was a student, I was working. Um, on uh, food uh, food warehouse, I was driving that uh, elevator, that electric car yeah. that uh, the cargo and uh, drop it to yeah. wherever it is. Uh, it should be. A... And yeah. uh, after after the warehouse, I I started to work on the construction site uh, and do whatever, whatever I was told.
0: Yep, just to earn some I, money.
1: Bring it there. Yep. Pull it there. Throw it
0: there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the other one was obviously working with the forklift, so you could take stuff around. Yeah, I, I guess is what you mean.
1: I, I maybe yes. I don't know. You talking about? But uh, I low qualified labor. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing. You just uh, have some strange. So
0: yeah. take the brick and put it there. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yeah, very good. Um, obviously. Other than the shoes, what sort of other items do you repair?
1: Uh, other than the shoes, I do repair everything. I believe I can repair um, small wallets, yeah, yeah. handbags, uh, purses, uh, jackets. Uh, what else? Furniture, uh, car, car seats, car steering wheels, and uh, all the elements that made of leather. Yeah. That's no matter for me.
0: Yeah. Do, do you get a lot of handbags and things like that in? A lot of what? Handbags to repair. Do you get a lot of them to do? Handbags. Yeah. Do you get a lot of them in to repair?
1: Yes. Yes. I have a lot of handbags to repair. Sometimes we, um, the most difficult to repair is Louis Vuitton's yes that uh, canvas when yeah. it cracks it's yeah. very difficult to repair yeah. and it's, sometimes it's it's impossible for me yeah. sometimes not always but i'm i think i'm going on the right way to to win in this uh, small bell
0: yeah yeah it's very difficult it's the um Louis Vuittons with them being canvas and then obviously printed on, um, to get the LV printed on there. It's, it can be very problematic to repair. It's, it's something we actually refuse to repair because of the nature of the way they're made with it being canvas. And obviously a lot of people think they're getting leather items there when they're buying a Louis Vuitton and they don't realize they're actually canvas. Have you ever experienced that with clients where they think they've got a leather Louis Vuitton bag and you've had to tell them it's canvas?
1: Yeah, I had some uh, few situations like this. Uh, I, I I I had to explain them that it's not uh, leather; it's just a canvas covered with uh, some kind of vinyl or polyurethane or whatever it is. I don't know what it is. So, and I did some. Sometimes I do a patch made of leather, uh, and uh, and everyone, everybody is happy with the outcome. Just about a few days ago, I was replacing the handles of the Levitan because it was impossible to repair it because it was uh, chewed by the dog.
0: Oh, dear.
1: (laughs) I love the dogs, they do a lot of job.
0: Yeah, yeah. We get a lot of um, stuff where dogs and all sorts of animals have chewed um, leather goods and things. So, yeah, it's. um... I
1: I call it uh, every time when uh, when the shoe or handbag. Comes to me to repair it, I call it, yeah, it's another do- doggy style. It's funny sometimes.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, doggy style without a doubt. Definitely. Um, out of obviously doing all the repairs and restoration, um, what do you find the most interesting part of the process?
1: The most interesting part of the um, uh, restoration. I think it's color match. Yep. Color matching and uh, matching the color and matching uh, the the level of gloss, how yep. glossy it can be. So it's the most interesting part. Uh, also, it's uh, it, it's difficult sometimes. Some some special effects like uh, it has two or three tones. Yep. Uh, it's like when you have the one surface and it you move it. And it uh, sparkles with the different shades yeah. so sometimes it's uh, blowing the mind yeah i yeah. don't know what to do and i just call the customer and say i'm sorry i cannot do this i can do two tons maximum and that's and they say why not you can no i cannot they yeah. say yes you can and i say okay i will try and i'm trying, trying, trying and calling back to him i didn't do the thing you wanted he says okay i show him and he says you did the thing i asked you <laughs> i said no you just see two tons he says okay it's everything is everything is great it's like new it's okay why are you afraid of uh, i don't know sometimes customers are un- unpredictable
0: yeah, yeah yeah i mean definitely customers um I don't think it's. I think it's because they don't understand maybe the process of how things are made, and they don't realize that how difficult it is to get that that sort of tritone effect that you wanted there with the three colors. They don't realize, you know, that obviously in a tannery it's a computerized machine that's doing it. And
1: yeah, I, I'm trying to explain them. Uh, one uh, one person uh, taught me how to deal with the type of customers, and I, I'm trying to to talk to them, but not always I can explain. So I'm trying to, to say that in a tannery, they're doing this, this, and this. And uh, I'm trying to repeat that process. I'm doing this, this, and this. this. But they have the machines, they have the computers and uh, special uh, special cameras. Yep. Not cameras, but special stuff. Yeah, you yeah. know, uh, And I don't have this. Yep. I'm working just with my my hands and the primitive tools, just like brush or something. So I cannot repeat this. Yeah. Well, Sometimes they they can they cannot understand this. Uh, lots of them understand and just asking uh, to do whatever I can. Yeah, yeah. Just make it more presentable than it is. Sure. But some people are really difficult uh, to work with because they don't understand. Right. They want they just give you a shoe and say please clean it yeah yeah they think if i if i will clean it it will become like new yeah, it's yeah. impossible it's like uh, in the dry cleanings i'm working in a, on the uh, i'm working in dry cleaning yeah so over the wall there is a huge big machines for the dry cleaning and people give us their um clothing, clothing. Yeah, and think that their dirty old uh, clothing will become like new after just cleaning, and they can they cannot uh, realize uh, they do not realize that it's just cleaning and it has its own wear, and it's impossible to make old stuff to make it new. No, it's it's out of uh, their minds.
0: Yeah, yeah. It becomes quite difficult to uh, work with clients when they expect something. To be brand new just from like you say simple clean it's it's not very easy what, what spraying equipment do you use ratma what's what? what spraying equipment do you use like a spray do you use a spray gun or uh,
1: yeah yeah I, i'm using um i'm using my my spray guns and uh, airbrush i have uh, i was uh, counting book uh, about two days ago or maybe three days ago i was counting for my friend from the united states how many uh, tools i do i have and i realized that i have more than i need i have uh, nine spray guns and five airbrushes, and everything is uh, special for one step this yeah. one is for black le- for black leather this one is for white this one is for top coats this is for penetrating dyes light this is for greasing. This is for waterproof. Another and another.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, so I have a lot of a lot of tools, and I think
0: I need uh, more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can never have enough tools. It's um, it becomes a bug because you just. You, I mean, obviously, having all those different spray guns, it makes life easy to sort of save all the sort of cleaning out processes and things to go, like you say, from a black to a white leather or red to yes, white. Yes. leather. Yeah. So it just makes life a lot lot easier, doesn't it? 100%. Yeah,
1: it is. Oh, sometimes I work with just a paintbrush and uh, and a sponge. Yeah. I I I have had a situation. I was uh, working not in my shop. I was working in another company, uh, and we came to the um, garage uh, for the customer. He wanted to. He wanted us to restore his steering wheel in uh, maybe it was Volvo or Range Rover. I can't remember, but it doesn't matter. And uh, my small compressor died. It just didn't run. Yeah. And, uh, basically, in this situation, I had just to pack all my stuff, go home, take another one, and on the next day, return and uh, repeat. But it's time consuming, yeah. so customer doesn't want to wait so long. So uh, I will lose him if I will say, I'm sorry. I i don't have the tools yes i'm a professional i have to to have everything yeah yeah, right and it has to work so i just took my paintbrush and the paintbrush all the surface of the steering wheel and it looks good and uh I shared. Uh, I shared. I have shared this uh, information to my to some of my Russian friends, and they say it's impossible. You're doing wrong. You need to use a spray gun and other spraying, uh, some airbrush or spray gun, something to spray. I said, why? It works great. Now there will be
0: some um, street uh, lines. What street lines? Like streak lines from the paintbrush, from where the paint. Yeah, okay. The, the
1: streak lines, yes. Yeah. Okay, uh, from the from the brush. I said, no. You just don't know how to work with this. So if you don't know, that doesn't mean that it is impossible. Yeah. So just learn how to work with the paintbrush, and he said, no, you're wrong. So I think I'm right. He thinks I'm wrong, and these are uh, we cannot understand each other.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, if it's worked for you, then it's right for you. You know, it's simple Something as that. Like- if, if it's worked for you, then it's right for you, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, you know, it's, it's you know, what works, you know, doesn't work for your friend, then it's obviously wrong for him. It's simple as that. So, I mean, he prefers a spray brush. you know, spray brush, And you can sort of do that with the paintbrush and, you know, get a good effect. And, and that the customer's happy with. So, everybody's happy then at the end of the day yeah so and and that's what matters i mean if it's, it's everybody perfecting different skills i guess at the end of the day and you know if you if you can get that same effect you know with a paintbrush or a sponge then you know that's, no matter yeah you
1: have uh, we need to do the same thing but no matter with what right
0: yeah. yeah exactly yeah i mean it's not everybody has you know you can't always get it like we were talking the other day on social media you can't always get a spray brush to go at the back of a steering wheel you know, it's it's very difficult, isn't it, to get behind the steering wheel if it's still on the car?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's difficult, and we mostly we di- we did our steering wheels only inside of the car because um, sometimes there uh, there will be um, mistakes, errors on the dashboards after you just take it off and then yep. take it back. If you make it wrong, right, it's uh, it's too much. Uh, too much labor that you don't want to do to do so we just price a little bit higher yeah, yeah if customer brings us the steering wheel to the shop and says i just wanted to restore it we make a discount we did a discount
0: yeah so what, what sort of prices do you charge you know do you charge to do a steering wheel
1: No. Um, you want us hear it in russian rubbles
0: um, you can do, yeah. We can do conversions afterwards. Yeah, I can put all the text in conversions afterwards. That's fine.
1: Uh, okay. If you... If I don't need to work inside of the car, so the price is about seven 7,000 rubles. Yep. And it's, it's about 100 rubles is one pound.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, uh, and if we... take off it's going to cheaper cheaper about maybe 10 or 15%. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's good. And obviously do you get a lot of steering wheels or is it mainly the shoes and
1: No, no, no. I, I don't make steering wheels. The last steering wheel I did was for my uh, for my friend and it was about I don't know, about a month ago. Yeah. And the previous I did maybe a uh, 2 years ago. I don't like to work with uh, cars because it's difficult for me. Uh, Everything, uh, there is a lot of uh, job that I don't want to do. It's like I need to protect everything around the surface that I need to to work with. I'm lazy, I'm a lazy boy, so I don't want to cover this, this. Sometimes I work with this, Yep. So, not because I'm lazy to cover because spraying and overspray is going all over, all over the offices yep. and, um, and sometimes it's very difficult to work because you work on your knees or maybe you're just laying on your back and it's sometimes a small car uh, the most, the most uh, ugliest work was in Lamborghini Count touch, count touch.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get you count touch. Yeah.
1: What uh, that? uh, And it was very difficult to work with in it because uh, there's not enough room. I had to go inside where the legs of the passenger, the passenger did some scratches inside of that uh, uh, interior. And the customer asks to remove this, and I was working. My legs were somewhere there, my head were somewhere there, somewhere I was working like, like in this position, and I couldn't use my brush because uh, I don't know why, but but I but I just couldn't, and it was pain in the ass working in that car. It's uh, my favorite car. I love that car, just like a, like a beautiful picture. But I don't want to own this and uh, work with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, being in St. Petersburg in Russia, I mean, how is business there? Is business good?
1: Yes, there's a good business uh, in uh, in the in the shoe industry, in the leather goods industry, and uh, dry cleaning. And uh, I'm not sure about is it good for the. Uh, car restorations, because I uh, you know only about three or four companies that uh, works in uh, all Saint Petersburg, yeah, yeah. and it's sometimes I, I just watch all the Instagrams and see that it's it's, it's not much uh, orders goes to them. Yeah, sometimes people just want to re, re, rewrap the steering wheel because it becomes it it goes really cheaper than Rather than to restore it, because uh, restoring steering wheel is about seven, eight, seven or eight thousand rubles, and to rewrap it, it's about four or five thousand rubles, yeah. and uh, it, it looks like new because it's new leather. Sure. yeah So, uh, so it's not so so good for me. Yeah. I don't I don't like it. Yeah. And uh, sometimes. People like uh, uh, we had a customer that came with the Mercedes-Benz and it has uh, on the back seat, he has some kind of marks. I don't know what did he do, but there was a small scratch. He came to the dealer and said, I want that, that new element. They say, okay, you need to buy a new interior. You need to buy new.
0: Here's
1: yeah. with seat uh passenger seat and the back seats because uh, we don't have uh, only that small, small piece in the stock the mercedes doesn't doesn't let it to do and the and the, and the most important thing that you will pay about about 3 or 400 uh, thousand rubles that's that's a craziness yeah and you will pay 3 or 400 thousand rubles you will wait for about six months and you will get uh you will receive another color of the interior
0: Hmm.
1: so uh, another elements will be different colors so he says what's wrong what's wrong why and he came to us and we just did it for the i don't know i can't remember for much for how much but he was very happy because that small scratch or scuff i can't remember what was it uh, we just removed it for one day, and he was very happy, and uh, everybody was happy. Yep.
0: Yeah, it's, it's better to work on, like, your handbags and shoes and things, because you can obviously do that in a much smaller premises, can't you? So it's, whereas with vehicles, sometimes you need to get them in a building and stuff to work on. So do, do you have facilities to get cars in or, or not? Do I have what? Like a, a, a factory big enough to get cars in, or is it just like a? Oh no no, 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 Our
1: shop doesn't uh, allow this to do yeah. because we we need and we have a lot of space. You're not you're not enough of room, but it's not for the cars. Yeah. yeah. So, so I I, w- I was working in a company. Uh, we have the place for the for two cars, so we could. Uh, Manage two cars at the same time, yeah, yeah. but but not now.
0: Yeah,
1: I prefer to work with the small small goods like shoes because I can um, I can relax while while I'm working. I'm sitting, or maybe sometimes I can uh, put my hands up on the table. I can I can work like this. Yeah. I can work like this. I can do whatever I want. If I oh, if I uh, spill some 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 paint. It will be a small area, not like uh, in the car. I I was I I spilled once uh, uh, a a bottle, a bottle of the uh, of the paint inside of the car, and it was very very uh, difficult to remove this because uh, it was uh, with small small holes. Yeah, perforated.
0: Yep, perforated leather. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yep, perforated.
1: Yep. And it goes deep inside, somewhere under underneath. It was very difficult to remove, and yeah. so it's easier for me to clean all all the surface of the shoe or a handbag, and uh, it doesn't takes me so much so much time. I don't know, mm. but it's easier. I don't know why. It's easier for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There, they're much smaller items to manage, aren't they? So it's, it's, they're much, e- I, I prefer working on the smaller items as well. Like, you know, like you say, with the shoes and jackets and handbags and stuff like that. I mean, they're, they're great items to work on because you don't need big spaces to work on them either. So you can, you know, like it's that your workshop that we can see there in the background where you're doing repairs.
1: Yes. it's my workplace. There is a, a finisher that we repair repairing shoes. Yep. There's a, you see that
0: the the top. This yeah, is this like
1: my ventilation that uh, to take fumes the fumes away. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Takes out the fumes. Excellent. So there is in the back the uh, sewing machines and and other stuff. Yeah. So that's my room.
0: Yeah, and and you do the sewing as well.
1: I do everything.
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't do resoling because uh, as
1: a uh, because we don't have that special sewing machine for the uh, type of jobs, so we need to sew the um, sole and uh, I forgot the word uh, rand weld weld, yeah. Welded uh, shoes, I cannot, I cannot do this yet, yeah, but no I'm, shoes, I'm, learning, yeah. I'm learning, I'm learning, I'm learning how to do it by my hand. Yeah. So I have some friends from the United States and from the England and from from all over the from all over the uh, world, Earth, yeah, 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 <laughs> world. Yeah, all over the world. Yeah, yeah. Everyone is uh, always trying to ex- trying to explain me how to work with my hands with with, with things I, I can. Yeah. So uh, from the from my from my side, I'm always trying to explain them. Uh, how can they uh, remove anything, uh, some scratches? How can, can they uh, handle the jobs? Uh, sometimes it's uh, the shoes. Uh, when you work with the shoes, you need to finish the heel base. And when you're working on that machine that is staying behind me, yeah. it has a grinding, grinding uh, sand, sanding belt. And yep. sometimes it's breaks and uh, makes the scars and uh, something difficult to explain for me. Uh, some they, we call it whoopsie. It's like yep. whoops, yeah. And it's it's not uh, it's not what you wanted to do. No, no. And so and so my friends have to quickly remove the scarves that scratches and uh, they don't know how. So I explain in quickly some. Uh, why yeah me- messenger i just make the short videos for for them and they trying to to do something hmm. and mostly they do it well
0: yeah, yeah good so obviously what, what sort of shoe brands do you work with are there any sort of really famous shoe brands that you work with
1: yes uh, it's uh, all the famous <laughs> shoe brands <Yeah. laughs> that's uh uh, Christian Louboutin, uh, Casadei, uh, Versace, no, Versace right here. Yep. Uh, Fabi, Baldinini, and um, it's European, Issa Laurent. I don't know what else. Hermé, Zilli, Stefano Ricci, the luxury brands.
0: Yeah. What's the most expensive pair you've worked on? Um,
1: The most expensive was uh, was a man's briefcase made of crocodile leather black. It was it was it was black. It was it looked like it's a pattern leather but it wasn't. It was just polished like pattern leather. And it was Hermes and it its price was uh, when it was new. It was about 40, 40 thousands of uh, dollars, and it was like, oh my God! If I touch it and ruin it, I I will, I will, I will cut myself. I don't know what to do if I will break the the thing, and we charge uh, charged for this for jobs that the that the customer required, uh, We are about. 50,000 rubles. I don't know how much it's uh, in a pounds maybe 5,000 pounds.
0: Yeah.
1: If I'm not wrong. Correct me after that. Yeah,
0: I will do. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. So yeah, and obviously and and that was a hand polished one. Was that using like creams rather obviously rather than the paints and the dyes? Yeah, I
1: had to use some dyes and uh, then I had to polish it with the um, There's a special creams for making glassage, just like uh competitions, you know, that shoe competitions, people making glassage quick for 20 minutes, it makes a mirror glass. So, I use that creams, and uh, it wasn't some kind of glassage like it should be, yes, it's it was glossy, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: when it was uh, well enough, it had some. Scratches—it has uh, not not scratches, but scuffs. So I had to flat the scuffs, dye it with the penetrating dyes, and then cover it with the creams and yeah. that polish. And the most uh, most mm, I forgot the words. And the edges oh. on the edges, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So the, the edges were, were ruined and there, there was less than a half of it and I had to restore that all the uh, edges and there was a lot of edges and uh, just what it's a briefcase, right? Yeah, yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <coughs> yeah. obviously, yeah, putting the edges back on is not an easy job.
1: So it took me out uh, maybe about a week of work so it was very difficult and it's it worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I did it. Uh, customer was very, very happy and she, then she brought me another Crocodile uh, Hermes uh, bag. It was her. The briefcase was her, her, her husband's and then he bought her. And it was something close to that price and it was difficult to work with. But the customer was very happy. She she gave me a, a big chocolate for this as a present, as a gift. I said, well, it was funny.
0: Yeah. Do you, do you work with like a lot of wealthy clients or is it just business people, you know, just standard business people like you and I in, in, in Russia that you work with or is it very wealthy clients?
1: Uh, my clients... Uh, sometimes these are from the government Yep. people from the government business owners uh, just uh, people like me yeah no we don't work with them it's very well, our prices are very high for them yeah and it's uh, cheaper cheaper for them to buy new shoes rather than uh, to come to us because uh, because the price of the shoe of the uh, our customers it's about I don't know about thousand dollars two thousand dollars it might cost ten thousand dollars I don't know for what but the price is very very high yeah. and uh, it's it's not so cheap to buy new shoes in, uh, now for these times because uh, because. Dollar and euro, it rises up the price to accordingly to uh, Russian rubles. Sure. So maybe ten or more, maybe fifteen years ago, they could uh, let themselves buy a new pair of uh, brand shoes, but now they cannot. They can buy one pair of shoe and then restore, restore and repair it. Yeah. So now it's the times has changed.
0: Yeah obviously money's changed and things are not as worth as much and it's obviously harder to get money i suppose with the um, economy and things like that. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so um obviously um one of the questions we had which is obviously a lot of people struggle with them um which is obviously suede and nubuck. Um do you do suede and book items? repair them and clean them. I do.
1: I do clean them. I do paint them. Uh, sometimes dye, or sometimes I paint them. So the process is not. It's not so difficult. Mm. The most important is uh, to understand what. Uh, uh, what type of material do you work with? Is this uh, suede or is it uh, splitted leather? Yeah. That is not a suede, it's just a piece of trash, and uh, you need to work with it, uh, with, a, with a different uh, technologies, uh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And, uh,
0: and, and obviously with the suede, how, how do you get on with that? Because obviously a lot of people that sort of like color suede, obviously the nap is very soft and silky, um, you know, like a nubuck is. Do, do you find that once you've recolored them, they go a little bit stiffer than normal? Actual surface. Uh,
1: I have some uh, products that a uh, Russian company does. Uh, it's a small local company they do they do products for patent leather and for the new su- suede and new book mm. uh, and with their products it, be- it became a little bit easier to work because I, I can uh, return the softness to the suede after the washing after yeah. the cooking. I can return, I return uh, softness and uh, almost any color to it because uh, years, um, few years ago, I I had to, I had to use penetrating dyes and these are only uh, dark colors like blue or dark brown or brown or red and it didn't and it couldn't um, hide some some dirtier things that you cannot remove like spilled uh, something i don't know spilled oil or maybe yeah, something.
0: Yeah, yeah very difficult so to remove yeah
1: years have passed and have passed and i now i know how to remove oil from this and i know how to remove the color to this i mix the uh, i mix sometimes special gre- greasing agent Yep, uh, with the with the paint and touch it, touch it up so it becomes soft and then becomes, becomes bright. So I mix any color do, that I need and uh, it works great for me. But it has some troubles, some issues, and you just need to um, pay more attention to this. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Not not just like with working with the smooth leather because smooth leather you can just and do it again, it doesn't let you to do this again. So you have only one one shot.
0: Yeah, one chance with it, definitely. It's like you say, with the the sort of pigmented leather, you can just take the color off and put it back on again as as many times as you like. I
1: I still don't know how to work with pigmented leather. It's difficult to me. I have learned a lot of stuff, and I was talking to you once uh, yeah. somewhere. I cannot cannot remember when, but I I talked to you. You explained me some new tricks, new stuff. But it's still a struggle. I still yeah. I still cannot. There is a jacket uh, on the shelf that we have ruined. Yeah, I don't know what to do with it.
0: Take a little video of it and show me, and I'll see whether we can help you with that one. Anyway, see if we can, you know, ho- hopefully um, help you to get that one rectified. If you take a little video, show us what's wrong with it, send it to me on inbox, and we'll see whether we can help you with that with that jacket. Anyway, okay. Yeah, we'll... you want to do it now? No, no, no. That's fine. No no. no, no. Do it when we finish. Do a video of it and then um, send it over to me, and you know we can see whether we can help you fix that jacket up and get it sorted. It's um, we've we've got. Um, We've got guys that are opening up in um, Finland and Norway as well, which is obviously um, better sort of areas where you are, I presume, compared to sort of like uh, you know Belgium and France and things. Um, you know, in Holland where we've got other guys. Um, mm-hmm. So, if necessary, I mean, if it's if you're ever able to get to those guys and I'm over and the guy the guys do training anyway, and you're ever able to get there, um, you know, it'd be good to meet you at one of those things anyway, and we can always sort of you know, see whether we can help you with some training that way, you know, in person as well. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's all a benefit, isn't it, to sort of help each other. And, if, you know, there might be some skills you can teach me anyway. So, you know, which would be really cool if you could. So it's, we learn something new every day. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean.
1: I hope one day when the borders will open after that COVID madness, yeah. I, I, I can visit some European uh, uh, master's.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it'd be good to uh, it'd be good to meet you as well because I'm sure there's things you could teach me. So I mean, it'd be uh, it'd be good to learn some new tricks. I mean, especially with you know the shoes and the suede and stuff like that that you're doing, it'd be you know good to learn some new things. Um, what, what what are your future plans for the business?
1: I have no plans for the future. I don't know yet. Maybe uh, uh, I I'm working now. I'm the employee so i want to open my own shop yeah but it requires a lot of money and i don't have it yet yep. i have uh, credits for the house credit for the car so i need to pay for this pay for the bills i have kids i have family yep. and um, and it's uh, it's a very big responsibility to open the to open your own shop yeah and uh, also i think i want to maybe open a school yeah training training
0: training
1: people because uh, i think uh, my skills are are well enough so i can explain to another people how to work with it so so we could make uh, more my specialization um more popular Yeah, yeah so if everybody could uh, he can restore leather he can he can so customers will understand that it is possible sure they can save their shoes and uh, more people could uh, use it yep. so everyone will be busy Yeah, it <laughs> well,
0: is. I mean, it's, custo- it's like with the, you know our customers i mean it's education for them because they don't realize that you can repair these things i mean they think once their shoes damaged you know if the surface is damaged on the top or a handbag is scratched they think it's ruined they don't realize that you can repair these things and i think like you said at the beginning it's getting that old item and making it into a new one it is like magic it's it's a miracle isn't it how that some of these things can be transformed and and this is what i don't think the public you know the customer understands that these things can be repaired
1: yeah it's true it's sometimes it's difficult difficult it's a long long way so, but I think we can, we can do this. Uh, we can learn public how to deal with that
0: uh,
1: situations.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, the sort of closeout question, if there's, um, if you could um, give somebody a bit of advice about starting up a business, what, what advice would you give somebody?
1: Uh, let me see. Hmm. I did a note for myself <laughs> one <of the> question <laughs> <laughs> <That's> all right <laughs> um, I think on um, the first steps we need uh, he need to first of all you need to train somewhere in yep. a good company and uh, for, for the first time to work with uh, somebody who can uh, correct you mm. always. Uh, always correct and you can lean on him and say hey master explain me did i need did i did i do it right or wrong and who could manage everything that he did yeah Uh, the second uh, i think um, he need to find a good and uh, good supplier with the chemicals because it's not it's not always uh, easy to find somebody who will give you the good product. Sure. So you need to taste this, taste that, taste this, and uh, some, something works good here. Something works good there. So for suede, I have an one product for patent leather. I have another product for the smooth leather. I have about five or six products and I, I mix them and I, uh, and it's, it's okay. Uh, so, the third thing I think you shouldn't you shouldn't be afraid of uh, ruining something because yep. every time everything that you have ruined, first of all that it's your experience you will understand it uh, later, uh, and the second is uh, I think it's impossible to ruin just like ruin and it's all every time you ruin something you break it you destroy it there is always one person somewhere somewhere around you that will repair it restore it and uh, your your ass will be saved yeah. so you need to find somebody who can help you you need to find uh, the master that will that you know you know that he's good he's good he's great you ha- you shouldn't be afraid of uh, breaking breaking the stuff
0: and also not afraid to ask for help either Uh, don't be afraid to ask for help
1: yes yes that's that's very important asking 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 every time asking don't don't shouldn't be afraid yep even your question is uh, stupid it's okay you need to ask every time you 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 can and the last thing i think um every time to find something new. New techniques, new friends, uh, new products. And uh, because uh, times change every time. Yeah. The tannery has changed their techniques and uh, it's uh, the European laws against the manufacturing, not manufacturing, but about the tannery sure. products, they change every time. So you need to find to search, make the research every time, yeah. every day, look for something new and uh, and talk to your supplier if it is possible to yeah. make for you something new. Just explain that your product is good, but I want something new. And uh, sometimes it, it works great, especially if the supplier uh, is... Uh, mm, uh, is willing is willing to work with the, with his yeah. uh, customers yeah. and yeah. Uh, promote his, something new to make something new. Yeah. So I think it's important important thing.
0: Yeah, yes. Yeah, so I, I I've always said, um, like with asking questions, the only question that's stupid is not asking for the help. Um, one more time, but if it, the only question that's stupid is not asking for the help. Oh yes Yeah, that that's the stupid question there never is a stupid question no matter yes. how, no matter there how stupid you may think question. the question is there's never a stupid question the only question that's stupid is not actually asking for the help that's when you struggle
1: yes yes you're you're totally right <laughs> yeah, definitely
0: so yeah so obviously don't forget to make that video for me um get that over that jacket let's see whether we can help you with that one um you know and re- resolve that show me what's wrong with it and we'll see whether we can get that jacket resolved for you. Like you say, you know, someone there to save your ass. Maybe I can do that. So, you know, you never. I so. Sorry. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. So hopefully, yeah, yeah, we can do. So um, thank you very much, um, Ratma. We we own, we we know where we can get hold of you. Obviously, you know, it's your name, Ratma Mishkin, which can be got on YouTube, um, on Instagram, and you can find Ratma on Facebook. If you go on to the leather repair company help groups, um, leather care and repair help group. Um, Ratma is quite active on there. He's very helpful with clients as well, showing all the work that he does. And you can get hold of him via all those mediums for anybody. Do you cover more areas than Russia or is it just Russia that you work in or just St. Petersburg or, or do you cover the whole? Oh, can, people, the can people like send goods to you through the post? Yeah. Uh... Yes, they can, but uh,
1: there was only one pers- parcel from the Kazakhstan. Uh, the customer sent me yeah. only one parcel, parcel, and there was no more. Yeah, yeah. but sometimes people just ask. I'm more.
0: Uh, more
1: of my re- request is about uh, help people who is uh, cobblers or leather workers. Yeah. yeah mostly these people are asking for help to help them how to uh solve that the problems they have
0: yeah yeah definitely that's good that's very good so yeah that's good so yeah that so that is um our podcast with ratma he is looking obviously at some point in the future to hopefully have his own business but like i said he's got a family and obviously he's got mortgages and things with cars and homes and stuff to pay and hopefully it'll get there one day and start its own training school. So thank you very much, Ratma. it's been very good meeting you and we've enjoyed having you on and it's been a pleasure. So hopefully you've enjoyed it as well. And this will go out on Spotify, as I say, and you better share it all with your friends as well. Thank you very much, Richard. No problem. You're welcome. Thank you very much, Ratma. That is Ratma from St. Petersburg in Russia. So thank you very much for totally leathered.